0: You ready? I uh, guess. Let's do it. All right. This is the Venture Capital Podcast with Peter Harris and John Bradshaw. I'm Peter. This is John. Hey, John. Hey. Just kidding. Go to www.venturecapital.fm if you want to subscribe to other channels. Let's begin. So this week, this week or the prior week, a developer came to me and was offered a CTO position. Ooh. It was kind of very unusual because they were asking the developer what he wanted his compensation to be, to be uh-huh. the CTO. Personally, I saw that as a huge red flag. Why? Um, They're just like making him like set the bar, right? Uh, yeah. So you could just say from from a standard, in most cases, I don't know. I, I would see this as very non-traditional. Maybe not a bad thing. I feel like it was an aggressive sales move. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know. It's just, a, it's just a negotiation tactic. Just a negotiation tactic. But so for this podcast, the question is, is how much should a startup CTO get paid? And we asked a handful of people. Some are founders, some are angel investors, some are VCs. And at the end, if we're lucky, um, the two of us will kind of you know give our opinion. So if you're looking to hire a startup CTO, here's just kind of different perspectives that different people have. All right, but first you should give some context. Like... All right, so here's the background. So this individual has never been a cto before they're currently making two hundred thousand dollars as a salary plus fifty thousand in like equity and bonuses and other things other things like that was it equity or is it bonuses i'm
1: assuming
0: i'm assuming the fifty thousand is like 401k might be bonus equity okay i don't know it was really tricky when this person first came to me because they're like what should i get what should i ask for yeah. I'm like there is too much here that I don't know. I can't yeah. answer. And and even with what what we're going to share here, I think it's it's almost too vague for anyone here to give a true number, sure. but I think it's good as a good as a as a range. Sure. All right. What's All right. the rest of the context? So, they make two hundred thousand five fifty thousand in equity and other benefits. Um this individual is willing to take a salary of 150,000. The startup just raised $1 million from a quote-unquote notable VC, which I have no idea what that means. I told him, I'm like, hey, I'll sign an NDA, give me more information, I can help you more. He was not willing to do that, which is totally fine. Sure. And the But the revenue I thought was interesting, they're doing less than 5,000 MRR. Yeah. So like 60K AR. Well, yeah, so I'm assuming it's less. I'm assuming they got one customer too. Or like. Yeah, I just kept drilling and... Yeah, 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 And I'm like, is it less than five? And, and if from... they have more than one customer, they're real small customers. Yeah. Uh-huh. So super, super surprised. It's SaaS, but I don't know anything else beyond that. So again, so many things are here. I don't know. No one on the team has ever sold a company before. That was one of the things I asked. Because mm. I think if you're, for example, uh, Brandon and Jared Rodman, who started We, went public, are now starting another company. Yep. I'm assuming that that cap table, if I were to join hypothetically, would look very very different than joining like a, another startup. Yeah, we're even joining Weave in the early early days, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the startup is asking him to make an offer. Yeah, so that's that's the high level information of what we know.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: So we're gonna go through some of the responses. The first two are from John and Tyler Richards. They are they just raised a twenty million dollar fund called it's the Startup Ignition Fund. And they invest in in seed pre revenue companies. So I'm going to read. Let's we'll go through his points. I'll kind of read it, and then we'll kind of we'll kind of uh, jump in. But the first thing is he was surprised that a VC made the investment recently or before March 31st. He's surprised anyone did that after April 15th. So I don't know. I don't know when the dates were. Dates were, but I'm honestly surprised the individual raised one million with no prior exit history. Yeah. And that little in revenue. Yeah, I agree. I mean, but again, yeah, without uh, having more to go off of,
1: I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, I my mean, flip side is right. Like we're looking at a deal that's got less than that, and they're going to raise it a m- lot more money than that at a higher va- round valuation. But they got a lot of other stuff going on, right? Mm-hmm. So, so his this po- is a bit tricky there. His point
0: yeah. number three, I think, is dead on. He says, "I don't think a startup should be paying a guy one hundred fifty thousand if he needs that kind of a salary." So, I mean, that, you know, that one's debatable, but like a million dollars doesn't go that far. Yeah, yeah.
1: You're going to spend 15% of that. Well, really, once you add in like taxes and all that other business, I mean, yeah, they're going to be like 16% of that that million dollars out the door gone for the CTO for one mm-hmm. year.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that number, I think personally, you, you want to get your burn way, way down.
1: Yeah. Well, especially in this environment. In this environment, you need to get that burn as low as possible, right? And extend mm-hmm. that runway out as far as you can.
0: But, I, you know, I know it's tricky, but that would just be... I just know cash is king. And yeah. I think I would spend more time trying to to sell that individual on the vision... You Sure you're not just biased
1: though, they are like what he really should do is hire code base Maybe. <laughs> and we can take kinda, care of them.
0: <laughs> well, we could definitely crush someone out of the park, but yeah, so that's what they're what they're currently looking at um and I know you don't do much in the seed space, but they've got three devs, so right there are three devs based in the u s hmm. that's, that's expensive. that's easily a third to half of their entire raise, yeah, wow, okay. So you see where I'm concerned because yeah. 50% same product. I mean, I've seen, assuming the CEO needs money, they're going to have other administrative expenses. Yeah, they're going
1: to burn that million in a year.
0: They And they don't
1: have sales right now to offset it. Hey, they got five million or 5K.
0: Mm-hmm. So the next thing is John Richards gives us a graph. And he says, this is how much salary versus equity that he thinks someone should get. And when he first saw this, it didn't make sense. But when he looked at it, he's basically saying, hey, if if this person was saying, I'm working for free, yeah. John Richards is saying, give him twenty to thirty-five percent of the company. Yeah, in that role, he's kind of a co-founder, right? He, he's like mm-hmm. putting some real risks, some real skin
1: in the game. You know, he didn't start it, he didn't raise the money, but it sounds like he's a pretty necessary, you know, piece of the the overall pie. And so, yeah, I think I I, I can see what John Richards is saying is like, hey, let's let's give this guy a meaningful chunk of equity in exchange for, you mm-hmm. know the, the effective 150 million or sorry, 150,000 that he's kind of quote unquote investing in the company. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree. Out of curiosity, when I was talking with this individual, I said one way to approach it, which I've only done once, I've never seen anyone else do Hmm. is I just plugged in a time value of money equation. How much is your current salary? How much is your discount? What's the current market rate? What's the current valuation? Okay. Based upon this, and the, the actual number was far less, and at that point, we just didn't do a deal. Yeah. This individual was working at Facebook at the time, because mm. they're like, I need 30, 40%, and I'm like, it's me and another founder, we have 50%, we do right. this, like right. if you're showing up when we already have significant traction, that's a very different part of the game. Yep, yep. So the second part, he says, if you're gonna take a salary of 4,000, 20%, 6,000, 15%, his borderline spot bad was pay the developer 10K a month and give them 10%.
1: So 120K a year and ten percent. And he says that's bad. Why? Because like ten percent's not
0: enough, or I don't know why he says one twenty is too bad. much. I would assume that paying someone still ten K, he would try to I'm assuming he would try to bump them to another position. More equity, hmm. less cash.
1: Yeah, I think I think one of the things that's interesting here is that at this stage I would really be asking myself as the entrepreneur, like, do I need a full-fledged CTO, right? And maybe he does, but if that's the case, what he really probably needs is a technical co-founder. And those aren't necessarily always the same thing, right? Like a CTO of a really big company, even not even a really big company, like a company with, you know, couple hundred employees is a very different individual than a CTO of like a startup where they're really a technical co-founder. So yeah, I I think that's part of like one of the things that John's probably getting at is that, you know, if you're going to bring this person in, they've got to be really invested. And if you're paying them like 150K and giving it like a huge chunk of the company. Then or not giving them a huge chunk. Like you're just paying them, then they're really just like a mercenary. They're not, you know Mm -hmm.
0: they're not like part of the company, if that makes sense. They're not sacrificing for it. Wait, so I'm gonna take my next comment back. Why it's borderline bad if you read his next point. He says anything under ten percent equity usually fails. So I would agree with that completely. Yeah. I think when people don't have double digits and for and they're not taking like a significant investment. They, they, there's like this bar where it has to be something consequential in their head yeah. so if they have two or three percent well it's, it's all like about risk component. and reward right mm-hmm. like bringing on a
1: cto and giving them one percent of the company at the like the series c stage like that's probably reasonable right mm-hmm. uh and and probably on market but at that point like the risk is so much lower right and mm-hmm. and that that one percent could be worth already worth a lot of money right if company's worth like 300 million at that point you're effectively like one percent you're giving them three million bucks mm-hmm. right so that's very different this company i don't know i'm i'm spitballing here like if they raised a million dollars uh, i don't know maybe like you know you're, you're talking like five million dollars post so you know that's you know kind of valuing the business at five million bucks you give them ten percent that's It's not that much like 500k of of equity if it's successful and then you discount it there for like risk like likelihood of actually achieving Mm -hmm. you know that 500k or receiving it you know it's probably like a super high discount right
0: so Mm -hmm. so yeah so this this is john richards he's been an investor for the last 20 plus years yep he's had several very very big hits yeah so anyways that's and like every good angel he's also lost a lot of money probably on some other bets i think he's well i have no idea if he's my my perception perception guys is that he's ahead oh i'm sure he's probably ahead so you don't have to win them all no you don't it's the game right okay so tyler is his co-founder on the new 20 million dollar venture fund startup ignition ventures so this is what he said i asked them in like a group chat he says yeah Typically with high salaries a CTO gets less equity the higher the equity the less salary I mean if everyone could get paid six figures and have 30% of a startup Wouldn't everyone be an entrepreneur, which is I think is a very true statement. I think everyone wants to have their cake and eat it, too Yeah, they want the 30% they're not willing to take the risk. Not everyone's a full stack developer though Mm -hmm. (laughs) But full full stack is becoming much more common. That's fair. That's fair and point taken, right? Yep So last month he says they got a CTO for one of their portfolio companies they landed on 10 10% percent and 100k in salary, and we thought that was a killer deal for the CTO. Yeah. Obviously, it's all situational.
1: Yeah, but the the deals that they're invest they're not investing in a company that's you know 60k ARR either, right? Mm-hmm. They're investing in companies a little further along, so um, a little less risk on the table for so the think, CTO.
0: Yeah, I think what they're they're suggesting here is, hey, give this individual 100k, 10 10% percent of the company.
1: I don't know. I'm kind of getting the impression they're saying like a lot less than that. Potentially. Pay him like, you know, 75K, but then give him like 15%. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if your friend goes for that, right? Because it's like, Uh, I I don't know. Like once you're making 200 grand a year, most people's expenses rise to meet their income, Mm -hmm. right? And it's real hard to start making those cuts, right? It's like, "Eh, Johnny can't go to private school anymore. Mm -hmm. We got to sell the Tesla, Uh," you know? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we suddenly became real house poor, right, mm-hmm. especially Start if they're four. not like especially if they're not like
0: plowing away lots of money into the savings account, right for sure now, before we show this next one, let me double check to make sure I'm allowed to share this individual's name sure. so this next one, I'm not sure I'm looking at the text messages. I don't know if I've got implicit consent. We so don't have to talk about it it's fine. So we're, we're just going to go through some kind of some of the points that this individual shared. So this this individual runs a syndicate. They help. So typically what happens is someone will raise a VC round and then he gets a syndicate of, if the round's a million, then he tries to raise another $200,000, maybe 20% of the fund that goes in through a single LLC investment to the company. And that's what he does. Yeah. He's probably done both. He, where he, he
1: basically just goes out and pools a bunch of money from you know small angels and
0: five k, ten k, fifty k checks.
1: Yeah, into one vehicle and then invests alongside mm-hmm. other VCs.
0: Yep. Okay. So his point was he thought one hundred fifty k in salary seemed seemed a little high. Yeah. Um. And I would I would agree with him on this. I think this is probably one of the best. Well, besides John Richards, one of the best well written responses he got. Um, and his main point is, is you need the cash to last more than eighteen months. I think it's going to be they raised once. I think it'll be hard for the startup to raise twice. Yeah. With, without some... like really good traction, mm-hmm.
1: right? They need to go from. I mean, realistically, they probably need to minimum ten x where they're at.
0: Okay. It's also interesting that this individual said, "Don't give the person more than eight percent equity." Is the CTO for the next? Is this the CTO that you're going to want for the next five years? And if so he thinks that individual could ask for 8% equity
1: as much as 8%. Mm -hmm.
0: But it's all again, down to negotiations. I think those are the big parts, but we'll put like the, the screen conversation chat here so they can pause it and read the whole thing. Yeah.
1: You know, honestly, like I would be pushing for like a little bit higher, but I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a little tricky. My, my thought process would be, I want somebody that's like in the trenches alongside me Mm -hmm. and like, you know, making some sacrifices, but also going to like, you know, They're going to win. I'm going to win. We're all going to win because we're all going to win. You know what I mean? Like we're all on the, we're all equally aligned. So I feel like 8% might be a little bit low, but I also think 150
0: is a little, is definitely high. Yeah. I'd like to see this CTO take 70 to 120, which I don't know if is even possible. 70 to 120. For their annual salary. Oh, somewhere in that range. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and equity? Equity. I mean, depending on how much they're taking, three to 15%. Okay, so you, you think that 8% is pretty reasonable. Definitely. I mean, yeah, I mean, again, it's perspective. One of the things sure. I noticed as I was talking to people is that VCs and investors typically gave gave higher numbers. Yeah. And founders were saying give like 3 or 5% typically.
1: Don't give anything away. Mm-hmm. It's yours. Yeah, that's fair. You also have to remember too that like this is going to be Um, This is not going to be all paid out at once, right? This is going to be vested over time. So part of me is also looking at this as thinking like, look, yeah, maybe you give like 10%, but it's going to vest over five years. So really they're getting 2% today. And if they don't perform, they ain't getting the other eight, right? Mm -hmm. Or whatever it might be.
0: True, true, true. And if
1: they do perform, then you'll be thrilled to give them 10 because they will They will have been pivotal
0: in helping your company succeed, right? Mm-hmm. All right, next one. This one is, they're anonymous. This founder just raised about 1.5 to 2 million. So he said the salary of 150K he thought was fine, but that the founder should only get half a percent to 1%. Not the founder, the CTO. So sorry, the CTO.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I feel like...
0: I think that was way, way... I mean, again... I think that's been...
1: fine, but that feels like you're hiring a CTO at the series B or series C stage. And
0: this is like pre-seed stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I definitely think the equity is definitely low, but again, salary is kind of high. It also depends on how competent of a CTO do you need? Yeah. So again, and like, where's the
1: product, right? Like, did you just like hack together an MPV, but now you need like a really scalable business, a product, right. To mm-hmm. go sell, In which case, and you don't really have anyone else on the team that can do that and you need them to build it, then that could be super valuable. But if you're just looking for somebody to like take what's there and, you know, add on to it and and refine it and deal with some bugs and manage some people, like that's the kind of CTO that's getting paid, you know, half a percent to a percent in equity in my opinion.
0: Okay. This next person is a local angel. Again, we're going to keep his name confidential. He said he would give one to 3% in the 1% 3% range. Yeah. And that 10% would require. I think this
1: is, you know, I know this individual and he's got some data sets that he's working off of. Mm -hmm. I think knowing what I know about those data sets is my guess is that they are biased towards later stage rounds. Okay. Again, because you don't need a quote unquote CTO, Mm -hmm. right? Until you're like much further on. This is like the CFO discussion. Like when do you hire a CFO? Do you hire them at the seed stage? No. Do you hire them at the Series A? No. Do you hire them at the Series B? Probably not, right? When you get to like Series C, that's when you probably hire a CFO, because mm-hmm. up until then you can get away with uh, part-time CFOs and a VP of finance, right, or an FP&A and, and a controller. Um, and I think I think about CTOs in a similar bucket, right? It's like. You need someone to come in and like help architect things and also someone to come in and help manage and hire and like all of those things. That's what a CTO does. But you're usually not there until much later when your seeds, <clears throat> when you're seed stage, like you just, you need someone that's going to be like there in the trenches building, right? Taking care of bugs and like doing everything, right? Technical co-founder type role. And that person's probably not the right person when you get to the Series C stage, right? Usually what you see is, unless that person is just incredible, um, usually they're going to kind of move laterally or kind of down or whatever Mm -hmm. and and really focus
0: on what they do best, which is like coding and building, not Mm -hmm.
1: necessarily hiring and managing and architecting,
0: right? Correct. And I think that's one of the big mistakes that a lot of startups make is we're like, this person's the CEO, this person's the CTO, this person's the... And they give them titles that then pigeonhole them in, to to being unable to replace them without offending someone. Yeah, and and maybe someone would be offended. Hey, I'm the VP of VP of product, and now you're bringing in a CTO. You know that might or you know VP of development, and now you're bringing right. a CTO, and you're not choosing me. They may be upset anyways i think it's one thing to strip a title and it's another thing to not give them the title yeah
1: but then again you can use titles as you know title inflation yeah it's as an a way incentives. of comp right mm-hmm.
0: which it's is what the, this individual wants So, like john i want to be a founder do founder shares mean anything different from regular shares what's <laughs> what's happening i'm like no shares are shares shares, are shares
1: well i mean there are certain cases where founder shares may be different but mm-hmm. for the most part for yeah. taxation and things like that well more more for control mm-hmm. right well that's true but look, if he wants to be a founder, man, at, at this stage, there's no way he can go in demanding 150 k mm-hmm. in my opinion.
0: Okay. All right. Next Especially one.
1: Especially as he's never been a CTO before.
0: Or because that
1: means like he's not going to be that, that instrumental in helping raise additional capital either.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. The next one, Aldone. Do you know Aldone? Yeah. What can we say about Aldone? <clears throat> Mr. Quilts. Mr. Quilts, Missouri Star, Quilt Co. Yep. Do you think Al, Al's a billionaire yet? I don't know. I don't think so.
1: I think Al's very smart though. He's, super, he's got super a smart. new he's got a new little uh, venture
0: going. I know. He says he'll have to come on the podcast soon. Yeah, let's do it. Let's bring him on. All right. Are there let me let you scan through this and we'll pause and then we'll let you talk about this one. Is that okay? All right, so Al is basically saying he would do 150 plus
1: some equity that feels reasonable. With only a million, I might be looking for six months. Or X milestones at 80K and a larger slice of equity just to help us stretch. And that really, like, you know, you've only got these two levers of equity and salary, which I actually don't necessarily agree with. I think I think there are some more levers that you can play with. but But generally, yeah, those are the two big ones, right? Mm-hmm. And, um yeah maybe maybe he starts with a reduced salary yeah i mean i i don't i don't really disagree right i think i think he's in line with kind of some of the other stuff i mean he he's saying that like 150 plus equity is reasonable but i think he's thinking that equity is probably pretty small i could be wrong i mean he doesn't actually say here um i do like some of his other ideas though which is like hey Let's play around with these levers, right? We don't have to go like all the way one direction or all the other, other way the other. Like maybe what we do is we say, hey, for the next six months, we're gonna just pay you with some equity and a little bit of cash, right, to help us stretch. Or maybe we'll pay you seventy-five now, but as soon as we
0: close in our next round, we'll bump you up to mm-hmm. one hundred and fifty or two hundred, right? Or hit certain sales goals. Hey oh, guys, yeah. you're seventy-five K now. When we get to twenty or thirty thousand MRR, we'll bump you up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I think that's kind of an
1: interesting way to approach it. Um, yeah. I think one of the challenges too, and, and and I don't know, I'm kind of reading a lot between the lines a little bit here, is that this feels like Al is saying, hey, look, if you're going to go just hire somebody, then yeah, sure. Like 150 feels reasonable for a full stack developer to hire them and kick them some equity. But if you want like a co-founder, that's a very different conversation in mm-hmm. my opinion, right? And I I think that's what the company kind of wants. I wouldn't be surprised if the company threw it back on him, like asked him to come and approach them because they're like, how badly does this guy want it? Does he want a job or does he want to be a founder? Mm -hmm. Right? And if he really is like passionate and he's got high conviction about like what we're building, what we're doing, then he would come back and he would like come in for a low salary or no salary and lots of equity because he's a huge believer. Like I have a friend, his company... He's got like two or three people that work for like nothing. In some cases, like one full stack developer, I think that literally works for nothing, just equity, right? That's a super high conviction, right? And like, he loves that, right? Because the guy is like in the trenches right alongside him because my my friend is also not taking a salary out of this business, mm-hmm. right? And that CTO or technical co-founder is like a real founder, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's very different from just like, oh, we're just going to hire somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? You're the entrepreneur. You've been there, right? What would you rather have?
0: I'd rather have someone not taking a salary or like doing, you know. But would
1: you be willing to give them like you know twenty
0: to thirty percent? It depends. If on what? It depends on their background. It depends if we'd worked together previously. Yeah. So if they're good and you like and
1: and you like each other, you mm-hmm. can work together.
0: You got chemistry. Mm-hmm. I mean, chemistry. So this this is a slight detour, but startups are lonely. Yeah. Very lonely. And someone they said. I was texting someone today and they said the next time they do a startup, you know, they, they want to start it. So they have like the lion's share mm. and I made the comment cause I've typically been like a solo founder and I'm like solo foundership is lonely. Like I'd rather have someone that I'm a friend that I'm friends with that I'm in the trenches with sure that I can have that camaraderie. Like, I feel like I get that here kind of on the podcast a little, even though we're like, you know, we record like twice a month, but like in startup land, you, it's just, it's just lonely yeah yeah it's all in my head, yeah the wins are great right but but you know it's what percentage of the pie right yeah. is is bringing bringing someone on and giving up ten twenty thirty fifty sixty percent what does that actually do for your remainder yeah
1: I don't know i I look at it like uh, would I rather own a bigger piece of a smaller pie or a pie that takes a long time to fully realize or would I rather own a smaller piece of a much much bigger pie that I get to enjoy a lot sooner, and for me, I think I think I'd rather have the latter. Like I I feel like I'd rather have a smaller piece, but build something really big and meaningful and do it very, relatively quickly, mm-hmm. not take twenty years to build the business. Right? It's a lot of a lot that goes into startup. Yeah, because
0: at the end of the day, your your most valuable resource is your time. Right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of cliche, but but it's true. Right? We all only have so much time in startup land. Yeah. I think that's one of the lessons I learned when I was doing Tiny Torches. I bootstrapped it. Probably could have gotten on. Actually, yes, I rejected funding. Yeah. Which seemed like an actual legitimate like offer. Hmm. But you know, my trade-off was I spent four years bootstrapping that. Then the market slash Facebook turned off the APIs and it killed us. Yeah. Do you think you would have survived if you had raised money? I think if we raised money, we were trying to diversify the risk. Mm. And we were looking to build complementary features mm-hmm. at that point where we, we started around similar times as canva Yeah, and canva raised and we didn't yeah, and I don't think canva would ever seen us as a competitor But like that was the area we wanted to go to you wanted to get there. Yeah And because we didn't raise we just could never keep up Yeah,
1: well, I mean even like buffer because you were pretty similar to buffer too. Mm-hmm. like they're still around We were looking and at doing raised. like a
0: combo having scheduling and designs built in Right. So you could just design, publish. Yeah. We were more of like a, a digital asset management tool, and where you could publish. So it was just adding the, you know, the, the layered editor, the content creation tools on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. collaboration pieces. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, that that business died. All right, Jared Rodman. He gave me the thumbs up, so we can say his name. He is a founder of Weave, took a company public. He's saying regardless, give them five to twenty percent. Right. Just giving
1: it out, making a rain. <laughs>
0: Million raise is small, revenue is small, team is small. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in, giving up twenty percent, I think, would be tricky because the the investor might have twenty or thirty percent, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, we did our we did our math right. Like a, assuming generous, like you know, twenty percent ownership. Okay, so, again, so 20... founder, you know, if assuming that they haven't given up any ownership to anybody else, then they're gonna you know chuck another twenty percent. Now they're down to sixty percent.
0: mm-hmm and there's a couple other people at the startup already, which yeah, means they so might go below to the fifty like percent. Yeah, which is tough at this stage for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's saying five to twenty percent. The last one is a recruiter, which the things that Craig said totally blew my mind. I've never heard this, but totally could be market, but I would be surprised. So he, I think the thing that so surprised what, me yeah. is he says don't take the haircut he says give them 175,000 and then of the equity you give them allow them to vest 30 to 50% immediately and i wanted to yell treason <laughs> why um i think equity is a thing that's earned and i don't know especially in this size someone who someone who could walk away with 2 or 3% after a few months mm mm-hmm. mhm would ha- will forever affect your startup in your ability to raise may forever affect you
1: yeah i mean that's fair but at the same time it's kind of like higher fat or higher slow fire fast mm-hmm. uh he's taking it so so far i think what's interesting is we're kind of approaching it from like the startup perspective Mm -hmm. right like if you're the startup what would you accept and he's taking it from the angle of like if you're gonna leave your cushy job for 200 like and take all this risk what should you be willing to you know take Mm -hmm. and um i think that's why he's saying don't 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 skimp on your salary right get paid what you're worth because this thing your equity is probably not gonna be worth anything
0: yeah so if that's the case totally see that angle 175k that's only a you know 25k well plus his other 50 you know 75k worth of total
1: comp sacrifice it's like a 12 percent pay cut and he's saying he's saying you should argue really hard that 30, 30 to 50 percent vests immediately so that you don't get
0: canned at month 11 mm-hmm. which is another podcast that we'll be doing shortly
1: sweet
0: so yeah i was a when i saw this one i got angry i'm like god i hate this one vesting immediately he's gonna mess up the cap table yeah, that's crazy. So uh,
1: Snap, Snapchat, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Their vesting schedule was like zero, full cliff at five years.: Oh wow. So like you're there, grinding for for four years, four and a half years, or whatever, and like you get canned or you leave or whatever. Nothing. you get nothing. Have
0: vesting schedules changed uh, over time? Are they Because they were four years, I've heard some people say that they're six years with a two-year cliff. Uh I don't know. They're they're kind of all over the place. I think I think standard
1: is still kind of like, you know, 4 years quarterly cliffs. So. Mm-hmm. No, you mean quarterly vesting with a Or sorry, year. sorry, quarterly vesting with with annual cliffs. Sorry, mm-hmm. I was just thinking, you know, every every 4 years. <laughs> or every year for 4 years.
0: And the last one would be our friend Jiogo. Mm-hmm. He said we could share his name. He's with album.vc and he said he'd probably give away 3 to 10%. And In the past, when I've asked him like, "Hey, what would be a good CTO when he hasn't seen this? What's a good CTO paycheck?" And he said 150k. Yeah, which I'd probably go out of all of them. So, in my conclusion, I would probably say if I had to pick something, you're making 150k. Probably five to seven is probably where I'd target personally.
1: Yeah, I think I think
0: 150 plus five to seven
1: is like totally reasonable for somebody you're hiring at this stage. And for him, like that's enough equity that it's like meaningful and enough pay that you're not taking too much risk and yeah mm-hmm. i think it's fair but i think you're getting you're getting a, a higher you're not getting a founder mm-hmm. right very very potential potentially so anyways that was here's a question like let's say this was you how much would this change like what they ended up offering you how much would this change like your view and how hard you'd work and all those things like does it do? Do
0: these things like change your behavior, or not? I'm in a very different camp, so this I don't know how to answer that. Like I'm I'm like an all or nothing. I'm a, so I, if
1: I came to you, I'm like John. I believe in being. A, I need
0: you for my new
1: startup, and you could add a ton of value. And here are your options. You can make 150k and like seven percent equity, vesting over four years. Blah blah blah. Or I'll give you twenty five percent of the business, but I'm only going to pay you like I don't know two
0: grand a month or something. What do you take? I mean, the the twenty five percent would be more appealing to me the, by the way I'm wired. Yeah, but I would just say based upon what I'm doing at Codebase, would be a bad offer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but you don't know my idea. My idea is like huge. It's gonna like change the world. Like I mean, like know, we're gonna be then
0: we're gonna disrupt Google. Like ideas that are like, what would I leave Codebase for? Yeah, like. I mean, like the one that I thought was pretty cool lately was Dree. Do you know Dree? Yeah, and, laundry. Yeah, they do. La- they're like Uber for laundry. <laughs> yeah, and I think their idea is awesome. I think the amount of traction they've got in the first year is awesome. And I think I think part of it is I just get I get lonely sometimes as a founder. Okay, because it's it's very difficult to talk to you you when you got a founder, you can talk on a different level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, hard to find people that empathize mm-hmm. that can empathize, right? Because we were having a, a discussion between. Mm-hmm my business partner here at Codebase and an employee last night, mm. and he's like, why are we doing these things at Codebase? It doesn't make sense. Um, I feel a little micromanaged. You know, when I first started, there was like there was like 10 people. Now we're at 40 plus. And he's like, we didn't do any of these things. And so we had then walked him through and said, hey, these are things that are happening. And this is when, you know, like if a client were to downsize, often you guys have no idea. You just think you switch projects. Right. But you don't realize like, Codebase may have been subsidizing your salary, you know like the earth was like flying apart and codebase just made this very nice smooth story for you right and you can't share that with employees right
1: right no it it, it is it's totally lonely right mm-hmm. and even if you have a co-founder
0: right that doesn't always mean that it's still mm-hmm. not lonely and i think it's also it's tricky to find people who can compete at the same level sure and then and then also it's also like you also just have like a lot of sunk costs but in our mind sunk costs are big yeah so it doesn't yeah. matter how much time i've been like spent a ton of time on code base i've spent a a lot of time on appointment and switching is like getting i don't know giving up your baby i think though like
1: you make a good point in that like hey you've got something right now that's like real right Mm -hmm. solid revenue blah 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 and um if you're gonna be a founder you kind of have to be a little crazy Mm -hmm. right and that's why you know there aren't a lot of founders at the end of the day that are like end up being successful and you know because i think i think the really bright rational people like they go pursue like traditional standard careers you know that's like be a doctor be a lawyer be an investment banker do private equity right like do management consulting whatever it is if you're really bright but like it's the crazies that are like hey I'm really smart or smart enough, and I'm going to take this insane risk that is totally irrational. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go <laughs> without a salary, but I want, I want a third of the business, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to go, like, full, full steam to build this thing into something big. And most likely they're going to fail, but, like, when they hit it big and in, in, in they succeed, then it becomes, like, a massive success, Right. And then everybody's like, oh, well, it's obvious that Google would be one day like this huge thing. And, you know, it's not fair that Larry's worth, you know, Mm -hmm. like a hundred billion dollars. Right. But it's like, well, how many how many other crazy people
0: were Mm -hmm. willing to take those risks? Right. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, yeah. So I think for me, I either like to be the humble dictator and I'd like to assume I'm humble. and I could maybe I'm not humble The benevolent dictator, maybe benevolent or (laughs) I would be in the say like the 10 to 30 percent range. Yeah. In order to get to get knocked off, and if I don't, th- if there's not a benevolent dictator at a, at a startup, and someone was trying to recruit me, I would never join, probably. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, Too much politics.
1: This stuff's interesting. Hopefully, this was helpful to you as you're trying to figure out, you know, what do you comp your co-founder? What do you comp that CTO or, or technical hire you need to make? Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think? Send us send us uh, thoughts in the comments. Yeah. Are we are we greedy? Are we? Way off base. We too generous. Let us know. Leave in the comments below. Go to venturecapital.fm. All right, guys. Thanks for watching and we will catch you on our next episode.
1: See ya.